Hi, I'm Serena Catania with OWC Radio's Creative Club. We're here at NAB 2019, and I am with John Bach of Puget Systems, one of the sponsors of our booth. Thank you so much for helping us out here. Yeah, And he's absolutely. got a really great solution uh, that is custom DIT station, correct? Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we make we make custom workstations for creators, whether that's DIT systems or systems for back into your studio or or whatever it is that you need. Uh, we'll take a look at what your needs are, what specific gear you're using, what codecs, what programs, what your whole workflow is. Like, we want to have that whole conversation, and then we design and build a workstation that's optimal for that. So, all right, let's back up. I want to okay. know about you as a person. Okay. Okay. How did all this get started? When, okay. when you were a little kid, did you get involved in filmmaking? Yeah. Or tell me oh, about that. Oh, not filmmaking. So I, I came from uh, like a more technology background. Okay. And so when I started this company 19 years ago now, um, it was really like, what do you want? What does anybody want? I can build a computer that can do anything, and I want to have conversations with people and build those types of computers. And as time went on, we discovered like we go to where the pains are, right? And and in content creation, it's always been you know it's like an arms race who can build a faster computer, who can create content more quickly, who can move to higher resolutions more quickly. And so with that in mind, there was just a lot of opportunity for me to make a better, a better widget that can get that job done. So that's what steered me in that direction. So tell us a little bit more about exactly how this all works. So I'm a okay. client, yep. and I call you and I say, help! Yeah. What do you then do? Yeah. Well, so first, we have to be prepared with the knowledge. Um, okay. And so we do a lot of work with Adobe and Autodesk and Solidware, all these different software companies. Anytime that they change their software, release a new version, we go through a whole round of testing, looking at that software, testing it on all these different hardware platforms. It's a really grueling process. And we also have partnerships with Intel, AMD, NVIDIA on the hardware side. So we have to be experts in hardware and software. And that's work we're constantly working on. So having done that, when you call up and say, I need a workstation that can do like red 8K footage in real time, we know what the answer is to that. We can have a conversation with you and we can put together hardware that meets that spec, that meets that need. So it's just a conversation. Like we'll, we might be talking with somebody for weeks, back and forth, back and forth, talking and talking and learning everything about you and your workflow. And then we'll ask, like, well, what kind of budget um, constraints do you have? What kind of physical restraints? Like, do you want to have this be a small enough computer you can put into a suitcase and take off to a remote site? Like we have to have all those conversations and really there's no substitute for just Let's just talk. Let's just talk. So is a lot of your work with your clients project-based? So they'll say, I'm on a film and we need this. And then do you rent systems? Do they buy them from yeah. you? How they, does that work? They buy. And, and sometimes it's project-based. But most of our, our creators that we work with are working on multiple projects. Like, they want this computer to last for them for multiple years. And so it's more a question not of the project they're working on, but what is their workflow? What, what programs do they use? What resolutions? What gear do they shoot on? And that generally doesn't change, right, project to project. So we'll have that conversation. We'll get to know them. And then we'll sell them a, a workstation that they can use for the upcoming years. Oh, that's awesome. So tell me about the very first station that you built. Can, oh, you, can you remember that? I um, want to know. What yeah, was it? Yeah. Tell me. I'm, I'm very curious. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so this first, would have been 
a long time ago. It would, it would be 19 years ago, and this is the first time I think I felt old on an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'm older than you are. That helps at all. <laughs> well, it was it was back in the day when Pentium 4 was a big thing, so uh -huh. this would have been in 99. Oh, my gosh, I remember and, that. And uh, AMD came out with the Athlon XP, yes. and it shook up everything. Yes. And there was a big opportunity for me as this you know new system builder to say, well, Dell and HP are building all these Pentium 4s. Look what I can do with three quarters, half the budget, gets you the same performance out of an AMD system. So my first one, it was probably like an Athlon XP 1800 plus. Oh, it probably had, I don't even know how much memory, you know, a couple gigs of memory back then. I, I don't even remember. You're probably in the <laughs> megs. Yeah, me oh, yeah, probably right. Yeah. <laughs> 250 megs. Yeah. That you was know, huge I, I remember then. it was a big no, deal <laughs> when, the, when the first CPU hit a gigahertz. I remember, yeah. you know, the dances we did that. We hit a gigahertz and here we are now at five gigahertz. Unbelievable the amount of data. So that's another yeah. question too. How are you keeping up then with all the changes? So you ha you have yeah. sub vendors that you buy all this stuff from. Mm -hmm. Are you because you're not building the systems from scratch, right? Yeah. You're putting them together right. using pre-existing hardware and your knowledge of all of the software, yeah. right? Yeah, and sometimes it's pre-existing software. That's why it's really important that we have relationships with the hardware manufacturers, with Intel, AMD, NVIDIA, and then with like some of the board partners too, uh, Gigabyte, Zeus, like all these names that you probably hear if you're in the technology industry. Behind the scenes, we have to work a lot with them um, to either fix problems, help them hone in on the right specs. Uh, so for example, when Thunderbolt like came up and coming uh, here five or six years ago, um, it was us behind the scenes working with those companies to say, no, you got to put Thunderbolt on these boards on PC because it's a big deal on Mac and there's people coming over to the PC side. So that's the work we do behind the scenes with, with those companies to make sure that they build a product that's suitable for creators. That's a problem for creators with all the changing. Oh, yeah. A small thing yeah. like a cable can mess up your whole workflow if you don't yeah. have the right one. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous, right? I know Greg, our director over there, is <laughs> our lumberjack team is sitting at the table laughing about if you don't have the right cable, <laughs> yeah. it will mess up your whole workflow. Exactly. And isn't it and isn't it silly? Like we, we build all these tools, these complicated, expensive tools, and they can rule our lives when they don't work properly. Oh, I know. And and what I we're know. what we love to do and really why we're here at NAB and why why we love talking to everyone is we feel like we're not, we really, we shouldn't be that important. Like it's just a tool. The workstation is just a tool, just like your camera or your cable. Um, and so it's ridiculous when it gets in your way. The, the best workstation you can possibly own is one you forget about because it just works and you don't have to fiddle with it and keep messing with it to get it to work properly. So what do you get the most requests for now? Um, I'd say most of our, um, well, like in in, uh, in post-production type work? Yeah, um, like say we, if you're building a DIT station for a yeah, film or yeah. TV show or well, something. Well, I think the big pain points right now are as people move up into 4K, 6K, 8K, like everyone's having the same pain points. How do we actually keep up with the rendering? How are we going to deal with all this data? Um, how are we going to make sure we're protected, backed up, and, and, and all of those kind of questions. So it's, it's compute and storage are the big the big two pain mm -hmm. points. So everyone's coming to us, and like I said, it's like an arms race. Um, whoever can produce the content the fastest has an advantage in the industry. And so it's our role to make sure that technology end is taken care of so they can get back to work. Like, the, the, the creators out there, like they're making money when they're delivering video, not when they're messing with the workstation. So. 
are you primarily, are you both Mac and Windows based with no. what you buy your Windows? Yeah, we're Windows based. Okay, yeah. so what went into that decision? I'm well, just curious. I think, uh, I mean, honestly, like that's where my background is, first right. of all. But but also, it gives us an advantage in the, um, just the whole broadness of the ecosystem. We can build so many more different things, so much more diversity. We can get more performance out of the dollar on the PC side. So being a custom provider, like we tapping into that ecosystem lets us do that job really well. It's also the challenge though, right? That's That's why, you know, Mac is really good um, at what they do because it's a lockdown ecosystem. It's a very like unified experience. But if it's not able to keep up with the performance or get the job done, then you're just like out of luck, right? And on the PC side, we can make that happen, but it's also much more complicated. And so the role we we're trying to fill is because every day we're talking to somebody that was on Mac is coming over to PC because they want that price to performance um, advantage. Uh, but it's just it's so complicated that there's like a lot of decision paralysis that goes into that process. Oh my gosh, like, what absolutely. do I want? What do yeah. I need? How do I, I have to know all this stuff just to put together a workstation? Of course. And we're here to say like, no, like let us do that. Like let us be the people with the pocket protectors um, going through all the nerdy <laughs> stuff. Because, I'm happy to let you do Because who that. cares? Like I'll you shouldn't have to care the about pen. that. There you go, you keep <laughs> exactly. that pocket protector on. Exactly. You know, there's, uh, there's that and there's also, because everybody is so busy and I think you have a, a company that people trust to do yeah. this and you stand behind what you build right yeah yeah part of the way that we achieve that trust um, and frankly this is this will be good for us to talk about too um, all of the work that we do working with the hardware manufacturers working with the software doing testing we publish it all and so if you go to our website go to the publications section and just geek out if you want to geek out and read hundreds of pages oh, of work there. we can do it and 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 you can read all that and so you don't have to buy a workstation from us in order to benefit from the work that we're doing what we're passionate about is contributing into the industry making the industry better and if we sell workstations along the way great that's how we fund our operation but ultimately we're here to to help the industry as a whole and so you can do that just by coming and reading our stuff so what kind of questions would you ask a new customer um, I mean, the first one we we always ask like, what's your workflow? What software? What software do you use? What's your budget? Um, do you want this machine to be to be portable? And from there, really, that starts all the rabbit trails uh, yeah. that we can go down. Having all these different conversations about what's important to them, what pain points do they have on their current hardware? Where do they want to be in three years? Um, you know, what kind of equipment upgrades are they going to be doing? Because a, a machine investment this big. It has to be around for a few years, and so you have to future-proof a little bit. Absolutely. So if I go under the hood with what you have here on the desk, what yeah. would I see? Um, oh, that's the toughest question yet. What's in our demo system? Um, it's a Or something similar that would be a popular system. I yeah. like looking under the hood. Okay. You're gonna, you, know, you, I mean, you have to understand specs? that when I was five years old, yeah. my parents came home, and I was with the babysitter, and I had taken... We were in France, and uh -huh. I had taken the telephone apart. Okay. Because I wanted to see how it worked. You know, that's funny. And the parts were all over the floor. Yeah. And, and of course, then you can't remember how to put it back together uh -huh. again. I got into big trouble. That's, that's the first thing I took apart, too, was yeah, our, was the our phone? home phone. It was a rotary phone. Yes. And had all the magnets Absolutely. and things inside. Isn't that the most and fun then, thing But we needed ever our done? home phone. So <laughs> the job then was you have to put it together, back together right. So you probably did it. I'm not that smart. Oh, <laughs> I'm see. just very curious. I yeah, want to know how it yeah. works. Well, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, what's in the system? So right now we're running a lot of X299 uh, platform systems. And so that's the Intel Core X processors. Um, I think we're running the 9960X, which I think... 
oh man, if I'm going to get this wrong, 14 core, something in that range uh, processor. We're running a 2080 Ti a GeForce card inside for GPU acceleration. Um, and then uh, a variety of SSDs. Like we've done a lot of testing on what's the optimal setup for where you store your project files, where you store your cache and scratch, where you store your deliverables. And so I think we're running a, a couple SSDs and a platter and drive uh, drive inside for that. And that's what we're showing because we're here showing Premiere running either um, 8K red footage in half res or 6K red in full res with like no proxies, no pre-rendering. This is just keeping up with raw um, live playback. And uh, so that's what we're showing here. But ultimately, like, we don't sell a specific product, right? This is just an example of what we do. What we'd like to do is like take that as a starting point, but then talk with people and see, well, how can we tweak it for you to either save budget where you don't need to be spending as much, or reallocating budget somewhere else so we can get to even more performance for what you're doing. That's awesome. Uh, Soft Raid. Have you heard about Soft Raid yet? Maybe not, because. Uh, SoftRaid is a software system that I've been using for a few years. It saved okay. me a few times. It, uh -huh. it uh, monitors the health of your drives. Oh, sure, yeah. And they're releasing a version for Windows. Okay. And oh. you happen to be sitting in the OWC booth <laughs> uh -huh. that make amazing SSDs and then have SoftRaid, which really is very important, especially you're out in the field. It'll, it, it doesn't just monitor it and tell you when it's died. It yeah. will say your drive has X percent a possibility of failing in the okay. next month or yeah. next six months or whatever. I would take a look at that. Anyway, that's just me being bossy. Yeah. So <laughs> no, it's important because I mean we have all this data and it's expensive to make, right? Yes. You went through all buying all your gear, hiring talent, yes. doing the shoot. <laughs> you can't lose that. You know, that's yeah. so valuable. And drives fail. Yeah. Drives always fail. Yeah. So if a filmmaker who buys one of these systems can know that there's a chance that one drive might go before it actually goes then they can swap it out and protect themselves. Yeah. So that's really important. That's been a challenge with a lot of people we talk to as they get into 4K, 6K, 8K right. footage. Right. It's so massive. How yeah. do you handle data protection with something yeah, that big? Absolutely. It's a problem everyone's facing. Absolutely. And SSDs are wonderful because they're screamers mm -hmm. and they're, you know, they're just wonderful to use, but when they go, they're gone. Yeah. Boom. That's yeah. it. They're gone. Yeah. So you need to kind of know what's happening with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of SSD technology. Yeah, that's a big part of why we do a lot of our testing we do on a reliability standpoint as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the benefit putting together um, thousands of computers a month mm -hmm. that we can track failure statistics on all these different manufacturers and models of drive, and we review that pretty regularly so that we can hone in on the most reliable hardware. In fact, one of the posts we love doing, it's kind of a fun post for us, at the end of every year, we do the most reliable hardware of 2019. And we get we look through all the stats. We publish that. So go like go check out our website if you want to see what the most reliable is. And boy, by doing that, by dropping the ones that have a, a failure problem and, and honing in on the ones that are most reliable, we can achieve a good like 10, 20 fold increase in reliability on our computers just That's by awesome. being particular about what we put in them. Oh, you got to test the OWC stuff. You got to yeah. put that in. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got to go over there and take a look at it. <laughs> I'm a filmmaker, so I don't build those drives. I just I just have switched over to them because. I'm so prolific with what I do, like many independent filmmakers. And you yeah. use a lot of drives, and you can tell which ones are failing. I'm oh, not yeah. going to name them, <laughs> and you can tell which ones are reliable. So, yeah. yeah, I'd be really curious to see what comes out of that. I mean, there's places that you can reduce your budget and, you know, not have as big of an impact, but don't mess around with storage. No, 
No, no, that's just too important. Yeah. Now, do you sell external storage along with your systems, or is it just the system? So, if yeah. you buy a system, what can you get? Yeah, I mean, we, we do peripherals, um, okay. monitors, keyboards, mice, yes, external drives, okay. whether it be USB or Thunderbolt or NAS units that, that operate over like 10 gig. Um, a lot of times, though, we're a, just a piece of the puzzle, right? And so a lot of our customers will come in already with that whole ecosystem. They already have their own their own storage system, for better or worse, <laughs> their own their own methodology for how they handle storage. And so as a customer provider, it's more we have that conversation about what they have now and how can we build a system that fits into that. So if they like to use hot swap bays, we make sure we have the right compatibility of hot swap bay. If they have Thunderbolt drives, we make sure we give them Thunderbolt ports or if they do 10 gigs. So we, we, we build around that. Can we sell it? Yes. But oftentimes we don't have to because they already have all of that. Wow, that's so good that you're there. That's awesome. So I have to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, when I asked you guys for pictures of some of your clients, you sent me this truck with the system in the back. Did you, do you know what picture? You might I, not even I, I know what I don't actually. Oh no. my gosh, there's like this ratty truck. It's not ratty, it's just like really weathered truck and it's got <laughs> okay. your system in the back of the open bed and I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you sell stuff, uh, do you go all over the world or is it US or? It's or? mostly the US. Mostly, um, I mean, okay. our systems end up all around the world with the right. kind of work our customers are doing. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun to see because there's such a diversity in the type of work people do. I mean, here at NAB, seeing too, people that specialize in getting shots of high radioactivity areas. Or, or people that like to go out, you know, out climb mountains and, and get shots like that. Uh, there's one one uh, person me. we sponsor. Yeah, there's one person we sponsor that I, I love seeing the pictures of the work he's producing with our computer because it's always like he's driving his jeep out to a really remote area. He has one of those things where like the tent is up on top of his jeep, yep. and he's just inside that tent oh. on top of his jeep editing his video. Oh, that's awesome! It's, it's really cool to see the work. That's awesome. He could probably be my best friend. Uh -huh. Yeah, I love that. I love being out in the middle of nowhere. So what do you tell people who are out in the middle of nowhere about power? Mm. Have you thought about that at all? I mean, do you have any solar systems or anything? Oh, man, that's yeah. That's probably way out of the realm. Yeah, that's kind of outside the realm of what that we do. That might be kind of cool to think about, yeah. though, because there's a lot of people, especially with the fact that the cameras are more portable yeah. now, you know. Well, uh, something we've talked out. about in the past has been laptops. Um, yeah. And, you know, laptops are a challenge for a company like us yeah. because... We only want to provide something that provides a really good experience. And there's so much corner cutting in laptops in mm -hmm. order to get, you know, down to the size. Everyone wants thinner, 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 right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people I think that want performance and reliability over yeah. thinness. Um, yeah. So we've offered that in the past, and we may again in the future, but at the moment it's desktops only. Well, I think it's awesome that you're doing that. So what's your biggest challenge that you see coming up in the future? Coming up in the future, actually, the future is uh, chaotic, but also exciting. There's a lot of competition. You know, you're talking back to when, you know, I started the company when Pentium 4 was a thing and Athlon XP came out. Those days are kind of coming back. There's a lot of competition on CPU, a lot of competition on GPU. That's going to make things confusing because there's even more choice now, right? But it's also a time of a lot of opportunity. And I think there's a lot of uh, creators that are going to benefit from uh, that competition that's in the market, driving all of the manufacturers, AMD, Intel, NVIDIA, uh, to produce even more uh, what um, aggressive like designs, more performance for the dollar. Um, so I think that's it's we're going to be very busy doing a lot of testing, but that's also going to be great for everybody. Well, I want to see what's coming in the future. 
John, thank you for taking the time to do this. I know your booth has been really busy doing demos. It's of been the, great here. Of the yeah. stuff, yeah, people are walking by and they're going, what's that? What's that? Wait a minute. Custom? I want one of those. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I tell you guys? Get up off your chair and do something wonderful today. This is Serena Catani with OWC Radio, our creative club live here at NAB 2019. And I'm talking with John Bach of Puget Systems. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Take care.